Welcome back, another brand new episode, Nothing Important Podcast. Your host, Matt Reyes. How you feeling? How the fuck is everybody feeling? You feeling blessed and highly favored? You feeling fortunate? You know that motherfucking song by Maxwell, baby? Um, I always feel fortunate. I do always feel fortunate. I, I think that's a state of mind. Does that deal with law of attraction? Am I trying to manifest something to me? I don't know. I've always felt that way. I think, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a different individual. We, I think we all have similarities. I'm a different individual. What the fuck kind of statement was that? Um, <laughs> we all have similarities. We're all human motherfucking beings listening to this recording. Hopefully, hopefully we all human beings. I don't know who the fuck is listening. I don't know if this is getting picked up on the radio transmitters, on the UFOs that are flying over the coast of America. I don't know if that's what's happening. If it is, I come in peace, or I hope you come in peace, or however the fuck that goes. I'll take you to my leader. He is, uh, he's not doing well. He has dementia. Um, but <laughs> yeah, man, I've always had that state of mind in my life. I haven't always had fortunate circumstances. When I reflect on them, though, what is fortune? What is good fortune? You know? I've always considered myself to be a lucky individual um, as I've kind of gotten into some types of philosophies that I'm interested in now that are kind of holding my attention that make more sense at this point in my life. You know, I'm not going to preach to you sons of a bitches and tell you what I'm into, but um, as I've kind of educated myself in those ways, I don't know if I look at luck the same way. I don't know if I believe luck is a thing anymore. I don't know if I believe in coincidence anymore. Um, but once upon a time, I believed in luck and I've always felt myself to be a very lucky individual, regardless of my external circumstance, because not only just the aspect of surviving, but always feeling some type of intuitive route out of an unfavorable situation into a place that felt more like where I was supposed to be. And I think every human being has a concept even if it's foggy, even if it's far away, even if we haven't put in the time and the energy to kind of crafting out of that big block of marble that we call mystery, the future, crafting out our vision, chipping away at that marble until we see our vision of who we are and where we are supposed to be in this lifetime. And for myself, from a very young age, I've always seen myself in a particular way. And seeing myself in a particular place in this lifetime. And so regardless of the external, poverty, growing up, violence, you know, a troubled situation. But I've always saw myself out of that. Even when I was in that situation, I kind of saw myself where I am now in the same way right now as I'm sitting in Atlanta in the office. I see myself where I'm going to be, you know. I saw that today on Instagram. I shit on Instagram a lot, but sometimes it's positive. Just like everything, folks, there's a positive and a negative to everything. You just flip that motherfucker coin, you know what I'm saying? But I saw that on um, Instagram. Somebody posted it. It said, um, remember five years ago, you uh, said you wanted to be where you are right now. And that's a beautiful fucking way to reconcile maybe momentary or immediate angst, 
crisis in the brain, this thing that we do where we all get into our own imaginations and maybe that takes a route toward negativity, self-doubt, you know, all those things that we do to ourselves. Maybe they're habits, maybe it's external forces that are trying to make you believe something about yourself that you don't naturally, organically believe. Whatever it may be, human beings have this lifelong struggle to maintain focus on where they're trying to go. And that was a beautiful kind of like timekeeper for me. Give me some deep perspective that I am where I want to be. Or excuse me, rather, I'm, I'm, I am in the place where I said I would be five years ago. Five years ago, I set out something in my brain. It was just a thought. It was imagination. It was just a daydream. And um, I just took steps. It wasn't some methodical fucking plan. It's not, it wasn't an episode of Pinky in the fucking brain and I got a dumb sidekick and every day I try to take over the world. It was none of that shit. It was none of that shit. It was moving with faith, moving with true belief. And the more that faith was steady, the less I wavered from that, the closer... I got to where I wanted to be and the speed increases as well. So, you know, I, I try to think about it in, in terms of we're going to we're going to go down the motherfucking rabbit hole because you want a nothing important podcast. You know where you at. You know where you at. Let's talk about it. You know. If I think about time rather than the way that it was taught to me or the way that my five senses perceive them. It's not even a, a five sensory experience. Time is, is really a construct that I guess we're just taught. We are taught measurements and that's how we interpret time because it's not like you have linear memories. You know, we're taught time goes forward and backward in a straight fucking line, right? Yesterday was yesterday, the day before yesterday, and that's how we track and organize our lives. Tomorrow's tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. You know, the days of the week, the minutes that are approaching, the minutes before, you know what I'm saying? It's a very linear kind of concept that we were taught, but that's not how memories work. So why would we think that's how the future works? You know, you don't just remember the last thing that happened. That's rarely what fucking happens. It's very chaotic. It's like things pop into your fucking head from five years ago, 10 years ago, two weeks ago, 10 minutes ago. You know, you forget shit that just happens. That's how memory occurs. So the past isn't mentally perceived in a linear structure. It's not a straight line going backwards. You know, it's almost as if we, through our consciousness, access different points in time in our past um, as we're experiencing the present. And that's what we call a memory, right? When we recall something that is a willful experience of a memory. Somebody might ask you a question and that's a stimulus in the situation. They say, yo, where were you on the night of August 11th, 2019? And you got to give them your alibi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to do some recall. Let's say you was, you in a 7-Eleven buying condoms. You about to get the dick sucked. You know what I'm saying? I ain't do it, officer. You know, that's how memories work. That is, a, as a, that is an example of a willful recalling of the past. But... When memories just occur in the brain, it's not really a controlled situation. And as we experience that in the mental sense, 
It's not linear. It's not like a straight line backwards. You know? What the fuck am I talking about already? Um, no, we're going to get deeper. We're going to get deeper. We're going to go deeper. Hey, yo. Um, yeah, man. I believe that. I believe. I believe. Uh, no, I was just talking about like fortune and my philosophy on that changing and kind of the concept of time and, you know, just just keep time with me, baby. Try to try to hold my hand through this fucking experience. We just we we're frolicking. This is the visual aspect here. We're frolicking right now through a sea of daisies in a beautiful uh, sun illuminated field. You are holding my hand. You wearing a dress. I'm never the bitch. Um, and we see a scarecrow. Oh no! That's what my daughter says. Oh no! Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the past works like that, maybe the future kind of works like that as well. Maybe it's this chaotic non-linear structure, you know? Am I getting into the science fiction now? I don't know if it's science fiction is theoretical. It is all theory. Science fiction is as real as facts are because in 50 or 100 years, as technology advances, the things that we are sure of today will be obsolete non-truths. But they're real today. They're real today. And they may be wrong tomorrow. That's how shit really works. That's how this human experience really is, you know? So is it, is it okay to theorize that maybe the future has already happened? Woo! Hit that blunt. Hit that blunt, baby. No. Um, <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Like, am I talking like multiverse shit? I kind of am. I kind of am. I'm interested in that. You know, I'm interested in that. I was inspired by the external world which may be my internal world. I had an intuitive feeling today. I was outside and per some other YouTube channel that I fucking watch, you know, I'm taking the advice of some other guy on fucking YouTube. That's what we do. It's 2022. That's how we learn, ladies and gentlemen. And this individual kind of aligns with my style of thinking, of trusting past the five sensory experience with things like intuition, a gut feeling, Following your heart. You've heard these things, ladies and motherfucking gentlemen. You know? Don't imagine me with a fucking pipe and a, and a wizard hat. Not just yet. We're going to get down the motherfucking Gandalf rabbit hole in a second. What I'm saying is I was outside and kind of in line with that thinking. I sometimes like to randomly just follow my gut and do things. And something just gave me this intuitive feeling to take a turn on a street where I never turn. I usually just take my walk. Get my vitamin D, my sunshine. It's therapeutic for me. I listen to an audio book while I'm walking straight down Peachtree. I live in a Buckhead, a very nice neighborhood. Um, anyway, not relevant to the story. And I took a turn that I don't typically take. And as I was walking down the street, I kind of said to myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? But I got the gut feeling. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Isn't it beautiful to like, kind of change up the routine, ladies and gentlemen? Have you seen one of those movies? Where it's like a guy and he's stuck in an office job and he's going crazy and he he just stumbles upon some new theory or philosophy about life and he decides to start saying, yes, I am describing a Jim Carrey movie called Yes Man, you know, and I, he didn't stumble into a new philosophy. He ran into a cult in Los Angeles. Very dangerous, very common, very possible. I'm not recommending that. What I'm saying is sometimes you want to roll the dice. 
You want to shake up the routine. You want to walk into the motherfucking unknown. And you can't do that by going into the places that you have already been. So that's what I did. I was walking down Peachtree, got the gut feeling, intuitive feeling, and I made a turn where I don't usually take a turn. And as I was walking, I had this overwhelming feeling that I was supposed to be doing what I was supposed to be doing. Now, in the past, I've had these situations. And um, my younger self, that, you know, I wasn't practicing stoicism, which is basically just the even cue, just to keep it understandable for all the viewers. Never too high, never too low. I didn't understand that when I was a younger man. I was a emotionally volatile son of a bitch. I had <laughs> no control over anger, sadness, happiness. I was just like an up and down motherfucking roller coaster. And I've recognized when I do have those intuitive hunches, that gut feeling, thinking with my heart, when that comes upon me, the worst thing I can do is to start getting overly emotional, either excited or anticipate, expect something magical to happen, because that always ruins it. You know, it brings the chemical processes of the brain, it brings my emotion into it, and all that clouds what is just this pure intuition to just do something. I'm not thinking anymore. I'm just doing. So I take the turn. I start walking. I have that hunch. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. And I go and I take a walk and I run into something that caught my eye. It was like interesting to me because of an emotion, but it wasn't a heightened emotion. It was the emotion of nostalgia. You know, we talk about memories, we talk about a non-linear past. What happened? I saw something and it popped a memory from my past that wasn't yesterday. Remember, it's not in a straight line backwards. It popped this random fucking memory into my brain from my past. When I was living in New York City, when I was with my girl and we were much younger and we were in Brooklyn. We used to go and we would walk from Manhattan in uh, the Lower East Side. Uh, and go to the Williamsburg Bridge and walk that in the summertime. Some great fucking memories. Great fucking memories. Very simple times. And we would walk across the Williamsburg Bridge into Williamsburg. And we would walk around there and get tacos. And just do, you know, young shit. Because my knees was good and my calves were very strong. Um, <laughs> just do that for nine hours a day. Every fucking day in the summertime. It was It was wonderful. I wish I could go back. But for a moment... Seeing what I saw spurred that memory because what I saw was, I don't know if you guys are from a city where they do this. I'm in Atlanta now. They do this. When I was in Los Angeles, they did that in New York City. They still do it. Um, they It would be somebody who has a house and I don't know if the city puts it up or that person on the kindness of their hearts. They would just build this structure. It looks like a little birdhouse on the sidewalk and it has a little lock that anybody can open looks like the lock from a bathroom store in a bar, you know, that, that it's not really like a lock on the door. It's just that hinge that you got to pull up. It's like a little fucking puzzle, a little cylinder. You got to pull up and then latch it. Um, it's one of those. So I unlatch the shit and inside it are books. And it's basically something where it's like a community book giveaway. You just put them in there, people on their jog or people in the neighborhood, somebody walking their fucking dog, walking around. They can go and they grab themselves a book for free. So I saw that and I'm like, man, I had this intuitive feeling to walk down this block and um, this is here. It's a gift from the motherfucking heavens. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if I had an emotional take on this, 
I would not have seen that structure that gave me the beautiful, lighthearted emotion of nostalgia to enjoy two things. Enjoy a beautiful memory from my past and a potential new memory because now I got a motherfucking free book, bitch. You understand what I'm saying? What would have happened if I was in an emotionally erratic state of mind? I would have been expecting some type of miracle to happen. You understand? I'm exaggerating, but I'm trying to drill a point down to you, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's looking for something. You guys are looking for magic in your life. Let the magic happen. Stop trying to determine what the fuck it is. Stop trying to predict what it's going to be or what form it's coming in. Just accept what's around you. Be in a lighthearted, graceful state of mind. And things will happen. Because it's a beautiful thing to happen. I had a beautiful memory. And I go in there. And the first book I see, I never heard of this book before. But it's big as shit. I don't, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to completely read it. But um, the title of it and the picture on it, it's stuff that I'm, I'm really involved with right now. You know, it's things that I'm extremely interested in. And so I picked up the book. And funny enough, there was a bookmark in there. And this is, we're going to get into, you know, we, we're down the rabbit hole. I just talked to you guys about nonlinear past. I just talked to you guys about willfully accessing memories. Maybe that's time traveling to the past. You know what I'm saying? I just talked to you guys about a hunch, a gut feeling, an intuition, listening to your heart. Me making a left turn where I don't usually make a motherfucking left turn and going and seeing something, not clouding my emotions, finding something that was a gift. If all of that wasn't synchronistic enough, it wasn't magical fucking enough for you, guess what? This book that I found is something I'm interested in, right? Everything's linking up. Final synchronicity. Final fucking synchronicity. I opened the page to where the bookmark was laying. And I was like, yep, yeah, why not? You know, we in a magical motherfucking state of mind. Let me just read that page. I read that page. Incredible. What was it talking about? It was a, it's a science fiction novel by a gentleman named Alan Moore, who is respond. He, he's considered one of the most famous comic book writers. Um, you look him up. You know, what I'm saying I don't read comic books, but after reading this page, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to fucking look up some of his comic books because it was great. And he was talking theoretically um, what some would consider as fiction, but I like to think fiction Theory and fact are all the same goddamn thing. I already explained my theory on that one, right? This page was describing a guy contemplating time and it being possibly linear. So we disagree. No, um, not necessarily it is linear, but he was just describing being having this kind of like deja vu moment where he feels like he was where he is at that present moment. He had been there before and that maybe he was experiencing life different than his senses perceived. Maybe the entirety of his life was being lived out simultaneously. This is, this is a little foggy. We can get foggy in the motherfucking rabbit hole that there was just like a him right now and a him a minute ago and a minute before that all the way to, be, to his birth. And all the way to his death, on either side of the spectrum, they were all taking their breath at the same time. They were all exhaling at the same time. And that that was the reality of his existence. Very trippy concept. But I thought it was beautiful. You know, it's just a different way to think about existence. a different way to think about this human experience. And um, I found it interesting. And the synchronicity there. 
you would you would ask yourself, how is that synchronistic? You want to call everything else mag- magical? How is that magical? How does that pertain to yourself? I was just on motherfucking Spotify yesterday, and I was listening because I'm, I'm a weird son of a bitch. I like to entertain myself with um, just pure audio. I just like doing it. It's immersive. My brain can be the motherfucking television. I, I have a projector in my third eye, and I, I shoot up the images there. It's called imagination. Try it. Get off your cell phones. But I was on Spotify on my cell phone, hypocrite, um, with my headphones in, watching this, listening, excuse me, it's, it's only audio. This series, it's like a nine episode series starring Julianne Moore and Oscar Isaac, who's an actor that I, I like this guy. He did a movie probably like 10 years ago that I, I loved. And um, basically, the whole plot behind this was kind of like this multiverse thing, not Marvel. But it was science fiction. And one of the things that stuck with me through this science fiction series that was all audio was him kind of describing how time works. And it kind of synced up completely with the way that this book was kind of describing how time works. Now, this podcast slash uh, fucking audio show that I was watching obviously was probably influenced by the writing of a gentleman who is heralded as the most famous comic book writer. I can put that to that together. That's not a fucking conspiracy. That's not the angels coming together. Uh, the synchronicity is the fact that I was listening to that and then I got a gut feeling to go walk and the first fucking book I pick up with the bookmark on that page was describing that same thing that a day previous um, I found very interesting. So, you know, that's magic to me, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't have to come in the form of a fucking stork coming to fuck my wife and bringing another baby. You know, I don't know how that works, but you understand it doesn't have to be fantastic. That's the magic I drew from that. And that's going to be my motherfucking pitch to you, ladies and gentlemen. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Why are you doing whatever the fuck you're doing? Why do you get up? Why do you try? Why are you maintaining your body? Why are you eating well? Why aren't you? Whatever the fuck you decide to do with your life. Why are you doing it? Do you know why? My why is the magic. You know, that might not sound clear to everybody. It might not make sense to everybody because everybody's not me. Everybody isn't Matt. Everybody not talking on the motherfucking nothing important podcast. Um, Anyway, yeah, magic for me is something. What is magic? You know, magic is. It's it's the fucking illusion, not in a negative way, but it is. The mystique of an artist or the the hidden trick in a magic trick or, uh, you know, when you see somebody on stage performing and you see the final product and you don't see the 20,000, 50,000 hours of work it took to get to that place, you just see the magic happen. That's that's what that is to me. That's what I live for. I live for that moment, the things that are mysterious, that are unexplainable. Um, that are unknown. That's my why. That's why I go hard in the motherfucking paint. That's why I'm trying to get after what I'm trying to get after. You know? So I, I would ask you, ladies and gentlemen, what is your why? Is your why compelling enough to drive you toward your greatness? Is it? You know? And I would challenge your why as well. I like money. I, I, I like nice things. 
I want nice things. I want a nice life. I want to provide a nice life for my family. I want my daughter to to have, you know what I'm saying, the, the finer things of life. I want her to live like that. That would be very fucking nice. That's not my why. That's not my why, man. You know? And I would challenge it. If that is your sole why, if it's money, if it's material, I don't think that's enough fuel to push you to your highest potential. I think it has to be deeper. I think it has to be deeper. You know? I think everybody has that thing. And through the pursuit of whatever the fuck we're trying to get at in this lifetime, survival and our goals and our dreams and attaining all those things, we lose our why because of things that we're taught like practicality and, you know, circumstance. Maybe we get bogged down by the consistent fight between being a dreamer and having dreams and trying to actualize your visions versus negativity and self-doubt or maybe focusing too much at the present moment of your external circumstances, looking in the room around you and it not being what you see in your vision. And this kind of is the big tie in here. I just talked about time being nonlinear. I just talked about, you know, science fiction and all that shit, right? Your why, why are you doing to kind of maintain that why and maintain the structure of the vision in your mind so that you have the will to go after that shit. So that fire inside you is continually fucking burning. Maybe try to look to the future. Am I telling you to astral project out your fucking body in your dream state and go and talk to yourself in 20 years? No, that's not what I said. But think, think about it. Think about yourself when you're 70, 80 years old, 90 fucking years old. And think about that person. Think deeply. Spend time on that. Meditate on that. And that person in your thought will give you the fucking answers of what you should be doing right now. You know, because if you're not on the right path and you really meditate on yourself at 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, that 70, 80, 90, 100 year old self in your imagination as you're meditating on that person should be cursing you to fuck out and saying, stop doing what you're doing and go after what you want to fucking go after and sacrifice whatever the fuck you got to sacrifice to get there. Cut out the food, cut out the drugs, cut out the distractions, cut out, cut out the negativity, cut out the self-pity. All that shit. Cut that the fuck out of your life. Cut it out. You know? Everybody got excuses. Everybody, everybody got pain. Everybody think they're going through it. You could be sitting down right now believing that the whole world is fucking against you. You might even have evidence to produce that that is the case. It's not an excuse. It's not a fucking excuse. It isn't. I wrote this on Instagram. We're going back to Instagram. Um... <laughs> I wrote it on Instagram. Uh, I don't even know if they're original word, words. Everything gets fucking jumbled up in my brain. Maybe I heard it somewhere. Maybe I thought it. But um, I'm pretty sure I heard it somewhere. Let's just say that just to be safe. But basically said, um, oh, let me look at this shit because I don't want to jumble somebody else's words with my own bullshit. Oh, this is a little intermission, ladies and gentlemen. That was the intermission is brought to you by gas. Brought to you by gas. 
I got to go into my motherfucking archives. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You see how hard I work for you, ladies and gentlemen? Um, okay, we in the archives. I posted my story. Bingo! It says, everything you want is already yours. The only thing that can kill your vision is what gave birth to it. What does that mean? Everything you want is already yours. The only thing that can kill your vision is what gave birth to it. What gives birth to the fucking vision in the first place? Your imagination. Didn't I just tell you to go imagine yourself when you're 70, 80, 90, 100 fucking years old and go have a conversation with that old son of a bitch and ask that person what they think you should be doing and then you're going to have your fucking answers? The only thing that can kill what you see in your brain that you know you could accomplish is the thing that gave birth to it. Everything else is an excuse. Everything else is negativity. Everything else is you imagining failure. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't care what the fuck the external circumstances are. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care. I don't see myself in a bad place in a year, in two years, in three years, in five years, in 10 years. I see myself holding my visions. That's what I see. Just me. There's a lot of other people that are on that wave. You know what I mean? I don't see failure. I don't. Um... I think that's time to call a motherfucking podcast. I've been talking for 29 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm tired as well. So I'm going to go scratch my nuts, lay in the fetal position, and go to sleep. Go to sleep. Very nice. Go to sleep. If you are continuing listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Go on to my YouTube page, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes on YouTube. Subscribe. Go on to the Instagram. Go like the post, like the reels. That is also Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes on Instagram. Go have a good time. Laugh, laugh, laugh until next time.